Joining us, we welcome for the very first time to Mick and MG in the morning, but hopefully not the last. Hopefully you'll swing by from time to time uh, to fill us in as to what the hell is going on in his tired uh, there, see, there you go before you say my Glenn name. That's not Robbins. appropriate. Nice to be here, Glenn Robbins, if you didn't realise that. Hey, that lead-in is a bit much. Can you Glenn. live up to that? What was it, Legends, what, football? What? Who? <laughs> you, you and um, MG. We haven't met before, MG, and I and I was saying off air, I don't know whether to call you Mark or MG, and yes. you were saying that only your mum calls you Mark. Yeah, she actually calls, my, calls me Marky. Marky. Marky, yeah. My mum, calls me, my mum's the only one who calls me Michael. So yeah. if anyone calls me Michael, I automatically think okay. I'm in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> Michael. My mum's in jail, so I haven't spoken to her for a while. Michael, put that down. Here's my favourite. No, Michael, you're not funny. No, Michael, that's not smart. Well, when we, when Mick and I shared a room in Tasmania, he uh, he wanted to get to the to the. Do you know the story? No, you tell, you tell us. Where, Mick, Mick likes to have a cigarette late at night, and I went to bed a bit early, and then Mick came back to his room and wanted to get to the balcony to have a cigarette, and and I get woken up about 2 o'clock in the morning by a naked Mick Malloy with, with a cigarette. and <laughs> and I had, at the end of your bed. Yeah, the only thing that moved him, I went, Michael, Michael, <laughs> this is not funny. Go back to your bed. This is down at Barmboogle, down at down at uh, Tasmania. Down in Tasmania. You, uh, yeah. you were you were slightly thrown when you woke up and I was standing naked at the end of bed smoking a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> well, who wouldn't be? Seriously, is that the worst horror? Anyway, I'm not here to talk about that. I'm not. What no. are you up to? What, what are you? True or false? I heard this the other day. Yes. I know you love golf. We've been. We're just talking yeah. about a golf trip we took yeah. together. Yeah. We took many uh, uh, over the journey. And did you or did you not recently play a round of golf with AFL legend Jonathan Brown? Yes, uh, I don't know whether you guys know who Jonathan Brown is, but he used to play for... He's like, he's like a Melbourne... To me, he's like a Melbourne MG. I think they're okay. both of similar... Yeah. How, how, tall, how tall are you, MG? 6'5". Uh, you are not... Yeah. Seriously, I'd like to give you a hug right now. I love to, I love hugging <laughs> big right. guys. All right, you okay, too. seriously. I'll give so, you a moment. So so um uh we're playing golf and I'm playing really well. Uh I've okay, one over the cut on the front, whatever. Uh and uh <laughs> and uh they're like six down uh, on on the turn. Um and I say to Jonathan, as a bit of a joke, if this was a football match, and we're opponents, you would probably let me know that you're not happy. Yeah. Why don't you give me, as you walk past me, a little, like a little love tap, but, you know, a love tap, a little bump, a little yeah. something yeah. that yeah. the umpire would not see. Now, I emphasize that, right? <laughs> right. Now, so I walk Just ahead of him. I, I walk ahead of him up to the next tee. It was like being hit by a refrigerator. Seriously. <laughs> I got whiplash. I, I nearly went down. I had to take some Nurofen. I, I did get him to give me a massage at the, at, at, after the game. It was serious. You, you, I can't believe. I have such respect when you guys get hit hard by another big bloke, big yeah. beefy bloke. Who was the hardest bloke that ever hit you, MG? Oh, Glennie, you know what? I, I have a, over a fifteen-year period I, when I'm playing against guys who are 110 kilos. I think there's oh. a guy called Les Davidson who was the biggest hitter that I ever come across, and he was—he he was the only bloke that I saw in the defensive line, and I never ran at him. I ran the other way because I didn't want to. <laughs> were you—you ge- you were genuinely scared of him? I was petrified of him. 
and uh, and so so and do you talk off field? Because I always I always wonder about football. I always see them going at each other, and then I see them shake hands at the end and go, "What's going on here? How can they nearly kill each other?" And park it. And yeah, how do they do that? Did you were you like that? Yeah, I, I, I definitely was. I think that what was on the field stays on the field. And once you come off the field, as soon as you cross that white line and go to your dressing room, no matter whether you've won, lost or drawn, you should go back to the respective club's um, clubhouse or league's club and have a beer together. I think that's, that's part of the game. It's like me and radio. What happens on air stays on air. But as soon as the show's over, <laughs> we, we kiss and make So up. anyway, I had a thought. What, what, what yeah. we could chat about on the radio. What have you done with a professional? In other okay. words, what have you done with someone who's really good at what they do, and then you realise you go, oh, I thought I was, you know, up to this, <laughs> uh, and you realise that you're not. When you realise how good these people, I got in the ring with an ex-professional boxer. Oh, well, man. that's a stupid thing to do. But he was, he was like, he was like nearly seventy. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. And I'm going, why did you turn up? And he, and he goes, come, let's get in the ring. And I threw a punch. I smacked him right in the head, right? Right. And then he goes, sorry. Right. And I smacked him again, like three times. He goes, it's all right. Then I gave him a couple and something. Oh, I'm, I'm going to kill this guy. So, so, so then he goes, and he gets me in the corner. And he beats the crap booga, out of booga, me. Booga, 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 I'm going, stop, ow, 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 stop, stop. Tap oh, out. <laughs> you knew, you should have known his age when you found out the ringside doctor was take, checking his prostate <laughs> <laughs> between rounds. Um, what about you, MG? You've done something with a professional? You mentioned oh, I remember, before. Yeah, I remember I went to Bathurst uh, when I was playing and they said, look, do you want to um, do this? advanced driving course yeah. I said yeah I said who's it with yeah. they said Alan Moffat I went oh wow okay so at first I, I was in a car doing these manoeuvres around Mount Panorama and I was doing about 140k's thinking I was you know shit hot and then all of a sudden Alan Moffat said come for a, a, a lap with me oh man doing doing 350k's down Conrod Strait and yeah. going into the S-Bends and you know the chicanes they call them and no, I, I realised quickly then that this guy is the bee's knees, and me doing 110 along the M4 was was nothing. Yeah. This, this was this guy is good. This it's, an, is good. it's another league, isn't it? And when I do one of those fast laps, I like to get back to the cockpit and go, "That was pretty good, but not how I would have done it." But anyway, good work, Sonny. <laughs> but I was I did I did a training thing the other day with I won't mention oh, I'll mention it with Audi, and we got to drive the Audis. And when you drive, because those cars actually do everything for you. Uh, they they are just incredible. Mick, I know you know drive since sure. the incident. Right. Um, uh, we won't talk about that. Oh, maybe that's another one. Why, why does Mick not drive? Um, uh, and uh, no, but he, I got him with a fresh. He drove with one finger. Seriously, one finger on the steering wheel. Don't get me wrong, but it, yeah. I'm going. I thought I was good. You guys can do it with one finger. Anyway, I saw Dave. I did a lap with Dave Reynolds once, and I'm going. It was fast and it was professional, but. I wanted to see him change the radio station at the same time or, 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 or pick, take the pickles off his cheeseburger while, while he was doing it. Yeah, drive hey, with his knee. Hey, we were just talking before about doing things with professionals. Yeah. And I know you're a very good personal friend of Shane Warne. Yeah, good And man. I remember yeah. we were talking, we, we do a lot of golf trips together, but mm. we were both together when we heard the news yeah. about mm. Shane Warne. We were, we were on a golf trip at King Island. Mm. And I, my memory is of my phone pinging at about six in the morning and mm. going bonkers. And I mm. go, straight away, I go, 
that can't be good news. Yeah. Uh, you knew something was wrong. I got up. I Before I did it, I just checked the news feed, and there it was. Yeah. Wow. Straight off the bat, then there's a knock on my door, and yeah. you came in, yeah, and just... you sat down, and you looked absolutely mm. shell-shocked. Mm. We couldn't believe it. In fact, we was out, I remember we were out playing golf that day, and, and every third or fourth hole, you'd... Stop and go, oh, my God, that's right. The Shane, reality Shane, came back. Shane Ward yeah. passed. It was, a, it was quite a significant moment, wasn't yeah, it? it was, yeah, being in a, in, a, in, a, in a different place. But having said that, I was with friends of, of Mix, which yeah, was probably yeah, the best yeah. place to be. And, we, we, and I played a lot of uh, golf with Shane. And to, to be on a golfing trip, Shane would have, been, <laughs> yeah. would have given, given his blessing for us to go out and play golf and, and think of him. And, and uh, yeah, but it was tough. But... What were you going to say? I was going to say you used. We were talking about professional yeah. playing, playing with professionals. But when Shane oh, went yeah. through that extended yeah. period where he wasn't allowed to play, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I put my hand up. You put your hand up. <laughs> the luckiest <laughs> MG. How's this? The luckiest man in Australia. Shane Warren rings up and goes, "Hey, mate, I'm not allowed to go to a cricket ground or a cricket club. How do you feel about coming down and letting me bowl to you?" Yeah, and, and I said, "Yeah." And how? I mean, that's every. I, I said, "Mate, I'm busy." <laughs> <laughs> tell, yeah. us, tell us about that experience. Uh, it was it, it was in the nets. Uh, it was with myself and Russell Gilbert, and uh, we oh, turned wow. up. We put the and it was just and it was just the three of us. Yeah. And he, um, it was funny because when he he comes in so simply, and when the ball gets about a meter away from you in the air, you can hear. <laughs> You can hear it ripping through the air. And then I started laughing because I knew it could do one of ten things, up, down, <laughs> left, right, all over. And you're just going, oh, this is like a magic trick. And I, I, and I had the sweetest feeling because I leant forward, I closed my eyes, and I swung the bat, and I hit it, and I heard Shane Warne go, Shot, Glenny. So, you know, <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that, you know. And I went on to win the Ashes for Australia and uh, the rest is history. But there you go. But, yeah, good man. It yeah. is fantastic. Now, you've taken umbrage of the story that I – because he – I told a story recently. Yeah, and yeah you're, you dining, go, you're dining out on my stories. <laughs> no. uh, yeah. Shane Wall came up and I told everyone you're a personal friend and about the time you got invited around to dinner. Yes. And you thought it was going to be, uh, you know, Liz yeah. Hurley and it like a Liz, dinner party. It was Liz Hurley. It was, she was there. Yeah, she was well, there. you thought it was going to be this, like, five-course degustation mm. and you're all going to sit around. And what was it? He, 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 he microwaved some baked beans. No, he didn't microwave baked beans. And sat the kitchen table. <laughs> this, is, this is embarrassing for me. This never happened. MG, I don't know what, what, what's going on here. What happened was, you're mixing up your stories. Well, what happened was, he had Liz around there and he invited me around for Chinese food, yeah. which is a fun night. So yeah. I go to my wine locker yes. and go, do I take the expensive bottle of wine <laughs> or do I take the El Cheapo one? Yes. Because I'm thinking the $150 bottle of wine with Chinese food yeah, is a bit stupid. No, so I'll take the, the cheaper one. I get around to his house. I swear this is true. I get around to his house and there must have been 50 paparazzi there. Out the front. Oh, out yeah. the front. Yeah. I get out and I go, oh, no, the world's <laughs> going to see I'm carrying a cheap bottle of wine. <laughs> So I put the what was what sort of wine was I can't remember. You know, I put the bottle of wine. I tuck it under my arm. I put my head down like a rugby player, and I I run into the pack. Glenny, 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 what's going on? Where are you going? Where are you going? Oh, what's the wine? What's the wine? Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> don't worry about it, guys. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Anyway, the next day, the papers are in it, and I'm getting radio stations from around the country ringing, what sort of wine was it, Glenn? What sort of wine was it? So if you're going to be a cheapskate, don't, do it. don't be a cheapskate when Shane Warne or anyone like that is around. I remember that rugby scrum, and I'll tell you my favourite memory of that, and it was uh, on the eve of Liz Hurley arriving, had all the world's press were camped out the front, and Warney was ensconced in his Brighton mansion, and there's got big gates. So all the press is out the front, and I swear this is true, the day before she arrived, he had delivered to his front door a new double mattress. <laughs> so the mattress had to come in, all, oh. every, all the photographers were taking oh. photos, oh. and I just went to myself, Warney. I mean, I knew he was a fan of the drop-in pitch. <laughs> but that... <laughs> Well, I know I know he dropped it in and he came in from the northern end. Anyway. <laughs> so I think Tony Gregg did a picture report. Glenn, thank you for coming in. I love no, you. I don't know. Why, why am I here? What, what am I meant to do? Am I meant to do a sport report or we, something? We, we want we you love to be you. a part of this program. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For some reason, a cultural icon. Okay. I'll get to the good bits soon. A national treasure. Yeah. Uh, uh, we love yeah. you. Strain of the year. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Somehow, Thanks, guys. Somehow related with Dave O'Neill, yeah, one of my please. favourite podcasts. Uh, give it a run. Have you, have you got a latest episode? Is there something? I can't. Like? I, I do them. I forget. You know. I'm. You know. It's all. I have so many things going on, Mick. You know. <laughs> I have seriously latest one. Too much time on the golf course for yeah. you. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye, bye.